Welcome back to another episode of the Sales Transformer podcast, the story of a reluctant sales career, my love-hate relationship with sales. This is your host, Bernie. I'm excited to share another piece of insight on the selling process with you today. Now, before we jump into today's topic, a reminder, don't forget to visit my website at salestransformer.ca for more information. Few words in sales conjure up more emotion than the word objection. Well, I mean, maybe you're fired and no, we're not buying from you rank up there, but we're not going there today. So let's talk about objections. Let's talk about how we deal with them, how we get better at handling them. And then I'll share some tips and tricks. And one killer question you need to ask every single time you get an objection. And it's going to make a difference in your results. It's going to fundamentally change your approach. So let's go right to the source. What is an objection? So let's look at Webster's. Webster's talks about it being an argument, about it being an opposition, that it's a disapproval. And it's an aspect of a judicial or other legal proceeding. So it's the, you know, the law and order, I object, objection. This is objectionable. So what does it conjure up? Well, it conjures up confrontation. It's disapproval. It's that adversarial me versus you approach. I mean, even the synonyms to objection are adversarial. You know, challenge and difficulty and protest. So using the term objection in everyday sales speak, It just creates that negative aura that hangs over us like a cloud that's just waiting to burst open. So what if we could reframe objections? You know, remove that stigma and negativity and create a more positive environment. Well, we can. And here's how we're going to do it. So in the context of selling, isn't an objection just an opinion? So hear me out. The definition of an opinion, I know I'm going back to Webster's, but definition of an opinion is it's a view or an appraisal formed in the mind about a particular matter. So as they say, it's a belief stronger than an impression and less strong than positive knowledge. It's like a generally held view. So, if you hear the following, I don't know for sure, but here's what I think. Instead of, I oppose or disapprove, well, how does that change the way that you think about it? How does that change your demeanor, your approach, your reaction, your response? Right? There's an emotional reaction for when someone says, I object to what you have to say. You're wrong. This is bad. I mean, objections conjure up that negativity. So how do you feel right now when I say an objection is just an opinion? Does it make you feel any better? Do you see how the change in your perspective will help you address the opinion in much different way than if you kept labeling it as an objection? Because we as salespeople 
we've been trained our entire career. I mean, I've been in this over 35 years and, you know, objections, objection, objection handling. I mean, I've done seminars on it. I've participated and delivered seminars on objection handling. I mean, go and Google objection handling and you'll get here are the top 33 objection handling questions and here are the three steps on how to objection handling. But the word objection is always in there. So there's that negativity around objection. It's, I mean, it's like they're pitting us in a, in a boxing match or a tennis match. It's this back and forth. You know, the customer says, here's my objection and we've got an answer for it. It leaves very little space for an actual conversation to better understand what that, the statement that that customer is sharing, that objection that they're sharing, what it really means. Because we're too busy, ready to give our answer. We're basically ready to say, hey, listen, here's why you're wrong. By the way, I have marketing material to prove that you're wrong. And by the way, did I mention that we're number one in the industry? And did I mention that we're cheaper? So there. So now that I've told you that you're wrong and everything you've said to me, you need to buy from me. Yeah, I don't think that conversation is going to end very well. You know, the objections, they, they turn into trying to win an argument. And I don't know about you, but I've had very little success. Even though I've won arguments, I've had very little success in getting customers to buy from me. I mean, go figure, right? You show them they're wrong and they don't want to buy from you? <laughs> so, I mean, we all know this, but our job isn't to win an argument and quash objections. Our job's to better understand where the customer's coming from, right? So yeah, I've been caught up in these arguments with customers. I know I'm doing it. I just can't help myself. Customer says something. I'm like, oh my God, they're wrong. No, that's not the way it is. And I'm going to prove to you that that's not the way it is. I don't care if I lose the sale. I know it's crazy. I can't help myself. And I have a feeling that you've probably been there once or twice before. And listen, I'm not saying that viewing a statement as an opinion instead of an objection is going to win every sale for you. I mean, some customers actually do like to argue and they want to engage you. They never intend on buying from you, but they just want that argument. They want to be the ones that win the argument. So you've got to recognize that and walk away. You know, you got to know that they're going down that path. But that simple yet fundamental shift in your selling behavior will dramatically improve your results. Objections are really just opinions. Repeat after me. Objections are just opinions. You know, if someone shares their opinion on a topic, we're not immediately drawn to dismissing or challenging their opinion. We're more apt to want to better understand why they came to that opinion. You know, we listen to what they have to say. Maybe we ask some questions to clarify, better understand why they think that way. So we can better understand it. You know, having a conversation and dialogue about their opinion is going to lead to greater insight for us and a better understanding. And from a sales standpoint, I mean, the more information and better understanding you have, the better chance you have at positioning your product so that you can win the sale. You can figure out, hey, wait a minute, is what I have to offer a good fit for this customer? Well, asking those questions 
is going to allow you to do that. So let me give you an example. I mean, it's from a long time ago when I used to work at American Express and I was in the merchant acquisition department. So we're talking about, you know, going to restaurants and, and hotels to have them accept the American Express card. So Amex charges, I assume they, they do still charge merchants a higher rate to accept their card than Visa and MasterCard. So I would regularly get the, hey, you're too expensive objection. Now, I readily, readily admit that at that stage of my sales career, I didn't view their question as an opinion or just a, a statement. I did view it as an objection. And, you know, somehow I muddled through it and I got some sales. I uh, mean, disclaimer here, I wasn't overly successful at American Express. And I didn't enjoy the process. You know, every time I was a little bit more deflated, you're too expensive, you're too expensive. I was taking personally. So let's put our opinion ears on versus our objection ears and see how we can change our perspective. So the statement was, Amex is too expensive. From an ob objection standpoint, what do we hear? We hear, I don't want to accept American Express. You're taking advantage of me. You clearly don't understand our market. We can't afford you. I disapprove. Your company's wrong. You're wrong. I can't believe you're coming to see me. Now, I might be over-exaggerating, and maybe there's a little PTSD coming back from my days at Amex, but you get my point. Is that whole objection, that confrontational, that's what I was listening for. Now, if you have your opinion ears on, here's how you can hear that statement. So again, the statement was Amex is too expensive. Well, if you have your opinion ears on, you can hear that as why would I accept Amex if you're more expensive than Visa and MasterCard? Wow. Doesn't that change the entire dynamic of the conversation? Why would I accept Amex if you're more expensive? That gives you an opening to discuss the differences and why American Express is a card that they could or should add to the cards that they accept. So, you know, the customer in that circumstance was comparing that one data point, that, that initial rate. And once you've confirmed that that is what they're concerned about, this, the, the, the flat rate, Regardless of what the difference in the rate is, it allows you to start having a conversation about the differences between what you have to offer and what, and what that customer already has. And that's really what we're driving at, is what are the differences? And the ability for you to share those differences start with you or us as salespeople hearing it as an opinion versus a straight up objection that we have to flat out reject or else we're going to lose the business. It's an opinion. We're having a conversation. They shared a statement. So that's how you have to, that's how you have to. You don't have to do anything, but if you want a different approach that might lead to better conversations, view your customer's objection as an opinion.
So from now on, let's call it a statement and let's call that statement an opinion from your customer. Are you with me? Are you willing to give it a try? Now, here's some tips and tricks, and I'll post them on the website, along with links to, to sources about, you know, how to improve uh, opinion handling. And yes, I'll give you links to the top 33 ways to handle objections and some of the best questions. And, and I will be having a podcast on discovery calls and questions and types of questions to ask, but I'll put a whole bunch of links there. But here are a few tips and tricks and things that have come up as I put together this, uh, this podcast on objections. First thing, it's a positive thing. A statement that has an objection or an opinion, at the very least, is showing some interest or it's showing some engagement. Doesn't mean they're going to buy, doesn't mean they're interested in buying, but at least they're saying something. They're having a conversation with you. It's certainly much better than the customer that doesn't have any questions, doesn't have anything to say. The other thing, and this really helped me early in my career, is identifying what that one statement the customer shares, that opinion they share, that objection they share, what is that one statement that shuts me down? But when they say, hey, either, you know, pricing's typically a big one, but, you know, you're too expensive. What's that one statement they share with you that you you can never really quite get right. You don't feel comfortable with. You don't know how to address in every situation. Figure out what that one is and be prepared for it. Have different responses. Have different approaches to when someone says, you're too expensive. Do your research. Talk to your colleagues. But be prepared for that so you're comfortable and you're not afraid of that coming up. And Here's a statement that I've used that's been incredibly helpful in my sales career. And I'll use pricing as an example. If pricing were not an issue, would you consider moving forward? If pricing wasn't an issue, what would be the next steps? What you're what you're trying to get at here is you're trying to get past that one hindrance that the customer has put in front of you, that roadblock that the customer said, hey, listen, because you're too expensive, I'm not moving forward. We'll try and remove that barrier and just say, if pricing wasn't an issue, what would the next steps be? That helps you uncover some other concerns that they may have and maybe price isn't really one of them. And again, I'll list more on the on the website. All right, I know you've been waiting for this one killer question, this one tip that'll change your world that you need to ask every single time. So here it is. It's super simple, but very powerful. Anytime you hear an issue, a concern, a statement, an objection, an opinion from the customer, you need to ask every single time, compared to what? 
For example, you're too expensive compared to what? Your warranty is too short compared to what? Compared to whom? You ask that because you're trying to uncover, is it a feeling that they have? Is it based on their research and there is a competitor that has a different price, a better price? Are they just challenging the price to get a discount? Is it a negotiation ploy? Is it a tactic? You're trying to find out what is the customer's frame of reference, right? I mean, here's, here's an everyday analogy that I think we can all understand. You know, your parents, you, know, you tell them you go to a Starbucks or, you know, a fancy coffee place and you pay $5 for a coffee. And what do they say? What? $5 for a coffee? In my day, it cost, you know, a dollar or I make it at home or, you know, I can get it cheaper elsewhere. So their frame of reference is, I don't want fancy coffee shops. I just want a cup of coffee. So to me, that's way too expensive. And here's my frame of reference for that. That's really all we're getting to when we're dealing with our customers is what is their frame of reference? So when, when they have an issue, a concern, a complaint, you got to figure out, well, what's your frame of, re frame of reference? What are you comparing it to? What is your context? And then by doing that, you can... Give yourself enough ammunition so that you can better address their concern. All right. Again, check out the website. Thanks so much for listening. All right. That's a wrap for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, listen, your feedback's important to me. You have ideas for new topics, you got format recommendations, or any other ways to improve your experience send them my way. And remember, visit salestransformer.ca for updates and information on what being a sales transformer is all about. Happy selling.